Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. Oh, it's back for 2024. Of course, we're halfway through the season. It is 2023-24. Round nine, one day is today for Cricket Shepparton as I welcome to the microphone, of course. She's the Secretary of Caramonas, but she's also the League President, Narelle Clangy. How are you, Narelle? Pretty good. How are you going? How was your little festive break? It was great. Before we go to your special guest... uh, We've got some sad news in relation to Cricket Shepparton. We do. Um, Yesterday we learnt the sad news that Frank Scott passed away. Many of our listeners will, of course, know of Frank. Um, Anyone who's had anything to do with Cricket Shepparton over the many years know of Lucy and Frank Scott. So we want to pass our sincere condolences on to the family. Um, Frank was a great servant for Cricket Shepparton in many, many ways. Um and a fabulous servant to not just cricket but football as well so many people across the area would know him from his sporting connections and um yeah we wish to pass on our condolences to the family yeah and condolences from 1fm 98.5 live and local sport they're a great sporting family huge huge family yeah wonderful and we've got a special guest today i believe he is the boss of the umpires. Yes, we thought we'd bring along Sharpie, so here's Brett. So if you've got a complaint against the umpires, this is the man. He's got all the answers. Yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> He's been very busy this past week. He's spent the week doing Junior Country Week. Do you want to give us a bit of a wrap-up on how that went? Yes, yeah, as far as I know, we had... Well, all I know of at the moment is we've had two sides um, that won their finals, the under-17s and the under-15s. Not sure about the other grades. I haven't heard anything yet. But we had they had seven teams in from under-12s right through to under-17s and we supplied umpires to all those age groups. So they, um, from all accounts, all the umpires acquitted themselves very well. We had no complaints, which was good. So The kids are usually a bit more forgiving, aren't they? <laughs> but yeah, they just seem to get on with it. Yeah. You know, bad decision or r- right decision, they just... Go back to their bowling mark, put the pads back on and start again. But it's a huge week, isn't it, the Junior Country Week? It is for the kids and especially for the parents and the coaches. Like we had teams coming all the way from Sunraysia to play cricket in Baruga and Berrigan. So um, that's a big effort yeah. um, on behalf of the parents, the coaches and all the other followers and support staff that, for the kids. So, you know, well done to all the kids from all the divisions. So, yeah. Yeah, and the organisation that goes into getting the whole week organised, it's just huge and and it didn't help with the weather on Tuesday. That threw a bit of a koi bosh into things. Yeah, no, they, um, yeah, that cancelled it one day out on Wednesday, so there was no cricket played on the Wednesday. So, you know, the kids and the parents got a bit of a relief. But, um, yeah, we carried on on Thursday and, and finals were yesterday. So, um, yeah, it was all good. Yeah, so it was, it was a, it's a well-orchestrated machine, the Junior Country Week. They get on with it. Um, they travel from all over, as you said. Like They go up to Baruga, Berrigan. They go across to Bendigo. We have games here in Shepparton, of course. Kids are coming up from Seymour. It's a huge effort on the behalf of everyone involved, but the kids get so much out of it. It's oh, just yeah. fantastic for us to have that representation going on. And because a lot of the kids play against each other year after year through the different age groups, they get a bit of... Um, 
a mateship happening. So when they come to uh, rep cricket, say for Victoria Country or stuff like that, they know some of the kids already. So there's a bit of um, mateship there already, team team bonding and all that going already from a young age all the way through. And who knows, they might get to play down in Melbourne against or with each other too. Yeah, exactly. Cricket, so yeah. yeah. How, how did the weather go with the? Junior Cricket Week? Uh, Tuesday, there was three or four games that got um, washed out after play started. And then Wednesday was washed out altogether. And then, yeah, Thursday and Friday, we kept going. Yeah. And no worries. And we've got Steve DeLitz, who's just joined us. He just joined us. From... Turns up, he's got his bakery shirt on, but I don't see any any goodies coming along uh, with you. I've got some in the car, but <laughs> I didn't bring them in. <laughs> and how was your Christmas and New Year? Um, pretty awesome. I this time last week I was riding a horse up and down mountains, um, uh, up in the high country. So um, <laughs> out of internet range, so he was all good. Yes. Talking about that, the Mansfield Cup, uh, the picnics is on tomorrow as well. But that's uh, we'll talk about that in the next hour on the racing show. <laughs> yeah, I don't like getting on a horse going that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a different horse racing there. <laughs> Of course, Steve's our um, Director of Senior Cricket. He's going to tell us all about the T20 comp that we've got coming up in January. Okay. I might own that now. Oh, you might as well. Okay. So um, the 15th of January, uh, we kick off uh, with... It's a round-robin series. So in the higher-grade one, we've got 12 teams. So two of the teams will go straight through to the third round, uh, the two best winners. Uh, the other ones will continue on in a knockout. The lower grade's got eight teams, so it'll just be a, a straight knockout um, with the final on that. Depending on weather? Is that yes, what you're lo- probably. Is that the date you're looking for? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Any more on it? Uh, Anything else you want to add as far as cr- senior cricket? How's um, that all been tracking this year? Well, I, th- I think it's tracking pretty well. I sort of looked at the ladders last night and uh, even the one-day ladder, there's probably six or seven teams uh, still in it. Uh, way I was on top, but they haven't been winning with bonus points, so uh, the other teams just below them can easily knock them off. Uh, even TAT, like, they've got the buy this week, so they're effectively on 24 points in the main ladder, so they're three points out of playing finals at the moment so it's yeah can, can i ask a general question to the three of you the heat policy um went to that time of year where maybe it might come into effect can two captains decide to play because i remember back in the day they could but is that out now no, no that's you, out. you're out you got to if it goes to 38 i'm assuming 42 42 40, okay. 40 and 42 yeah. yeah yeah 42 for a and b grade um 40 for the lower grades yeah, and, and two captains can't say, well, look, we're going to press on ahead. No, no. We, could, we could never probably do that because uh, just that, like, you could get to the last round and two teams go, uh, we're going to play, and and the team sitting in sixth might be playing someone who says, no, we don't want to play. So um, that like there could be a points on the ladder system. So you sort of got to have all teams play or all teams not play. Yeah, so we have a, um Adverse Weather Conditions Committee. Yep. So they'll make the decisions based on what the bomb weather forecast is on at 5 o'clock the night before. Um, and so from there, it's all pretty much cut and dry as to whether we're on or we're off. Um, so, the, yeah, the Weather Committee get together and go, yep, this is it, here we go. Yeah, and doesn't matter then if it doesn't reach that temperature, it's still off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we've got to go with what's yeah, forecast. What, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Which yeah. has been a little bit awkward 
this year because the bomb has actually been terrible with their <laughs> Oh, tell me about it. It's like, um, and I, I use other weather things because like, I'm a farmer, so I use other ones and they're saying it's going to be 32 and well, I've the even bomb's noticed saying 38. With, with our weather, it says fine, and when I walked in this morning, it was overcast. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't know, yeah, it, it leaves me for dead, actually. I just don't know what to do about it, the it's weather. Lick, it's lick your finger and poke it up into the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. It's, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty good day out yeah. there, though, today. And it's the conditions should be pretty good. It doesn't look like there's going to be any rain about, even though it feels like it's going to be rain about. <laughs> yeah, there could be a few blokes who could be um, a bit sore and sorry for themselves by the end of the day, depending on what they did over Christmas, because it could be a bit um, humid out there, as you were saying about yeah. the juniors this week, Sharpie. Yeah, there was humidity up at... Um, well, I did... Baruga earlier in the week and the humidity coming up out of the ground, the moisture coming out of the ground was sapping at times but um, the kids push through, that's credit to the kids, they push through uh, Sharpie, can I ask a question about the umpires in general, the, the age group is it an older group of umpires uh, are the kids <laughs> taking it up Are you looking at these two and suggesting <laughs> that maybe no, it's no, an older but, group? But like, I just want to know, are there youngsters that are in, oh. I know there's some but yeah. is it majority like old and a real gap between like the 30s and 40s and then yeah. a lot of kids or no we've i think our youngest umpire would probably be a bus and then us and then <laughs> probably rowan story and then uh then it's all above 58 to 75 yeah so yeah we've got 15 umpires on the book and look if there's any kids or any other adults even women will want to come and have a go at umpiring um it's the best seat in the house, standing at um, standing at the non-strikers end, watching the bowlers come in and the batsmen play their shots. It's the best seat in the house. If so, if anyone wants to come and join us, feel free. So, what's the process to do that? And is there sort of like training for umpires? We and can we can do on-the-spot training. We can set you up with um, an experienced umpire for your first couple of games to get you to know the rules. Um, then you can go through Cricket Victoria's accreditation process, which is just an online course you do um, it's a community course it takes about an hour to do with reading and answering questions um, then you become accredited and obviously once you become accredited you get paid a little bit more on a Saturday but um, it's it's pretty easy um, a lot of people like I still get nerves in some big some of the big games and I'm pretty sure some of the umpires do before some of our bigger games but it's a good spot to be in the umpire um, you make all the decisions it's the only day of the week I'm never wrong according to my wife <laughs> so um all my decisions are correct so but now look we encourage if kids want to come and do it we'll have the kids come on board um we'll have we'll have women come on board we're not we're not worried we just want some more numbers like all associations do they want more umpire numbers as well so it's slowly dwindling off we've got about 15 on the books we had 20 last year so mm -hmm. through retirement and people moving out of the district but yeah now we encourage people if they want to come and do it or even players that are thinking about retiring and want to stay involved in cricket um come and be an umpire it's a good it's a good gig yeah no it, it, it's a hard one isn't it because i suppose it's not sort of well known that for a cricketer that's leaving or at the end of their career that they could maybe do that to keep their involvement as well so yeah it's yeah it's it, it's hard isn't it it's 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 not an easy thing no, I, I, we understand that um, 
a lot of cricketers that have played at sort of one or two clubs, they're very embedded into their club, they're rusted onto their club and it's hard for them to sort of leave the club and then become an umpire, you know, they want to hang around and help the kids and we we fully um, endorse that, helping the kids, you know, the more kids we can get playing in sport, the better off um, all cricket and football, all sport in general is going to be, you know, more kids, boys and girls can play sport, well done. Yeah, right. it's, it's interesting because I saw a report with um, Cricket Australia where the actual numbers overall, and I don't know about Shepparton Cricket as a singular, but overall across Australia, the number of participation for particularly the juniors is increasing. Yes. Off the back of probably 2020 uh, with the Big Bash and everything. Of course, the Melbourne Stars are playing at the G tonight as well. But, but then on the flip side of it, the officiating is on the decline. Yes. Um, what they've... With the Cricket Australia, with their um, BLAST program and all of those programs, they they really have taken that on board really well. Um, you've only got to walk into a Woolies and you'll hear the ad for the BLAST program. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's really driven the participation there. Um, Cricket Vic have been looking at um, running different ways of getting more people into the um, officiating side of things. They're actually bringing in junior umpires for their junior grades so they've got a program which they've been launching in some associations where they'll have say under 17 year olds umpiring the under 16s and it's particularly because we have a huge drop off then in um like most sports with your teenagers and i think that also comes down to yes they may still love the sport but they're not the best at it so they just sort of lose that confidence whereas that's actually where it would be great if we could pick them up as umpires they've got the passion for the game they may never be the top-rate A-grader who's going to win awards and represent everywhere along the way, but that doesn't mean that they can't contribute to the game. And without those players, because if you look at our association, if you don't have your B, C, D and E grade players, you don't have an association. You won't have your A-grade team. And it's the same with your juniors and your kids who are coming through. They may be your... They may be the club stalwart who plays never anything higher than a C-grade game, and that's great, but at the same time, if they want to, they could become the top of the league as an umpire, and there's nothing stopping them being able to do that. So it's just getting that mindset and getting um, people to realise that just because their shoulder's gone or their knee's gone or something and they may be 25 and they've buggered up their shoulder doesn't mean they have to lose their commitment to the game, that they can go on and actually umpire as well. Yeah, okay. it's it's interesting times, Steve. I think the other one there is, um, like, you probably, some people won't do it. They go, oh, I've got to be committed every week. But if we had someone who could umpire two weeks a month, like, something like that, that that's still fine. Like, we'll mm. find a job for you. Um, it helps us out. Yeah. helps yeah. us out immensely. Like, at the moment, we're filling all our games in, in A grade and majority of the games in B grade. And sometimes we even get the odd one or two go down into C grade, which is which is really good. But you know, like all associations, we'd like to fill yeah. all fill all grades with our boys. But yeah, they even don't think you need to be committed to two days of a two yeah. day game. Like we quite a bit this year, we've been yep. um, putting one umpire one week and one umpire the next week. Like yeah, um, so Just yeah, for availability reasons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it is something for clubs and players out there to start thinking of because every year we get to finals and we're calling on clubs to hey, we need some help, we need some umpires. So if your club, if you know that you're not going to be making finals, now's the time to be starting thinking about it and going, you know what, I reckon I'll have a crack at that umpiring. Um, and there's been a lot who've done that over the time who've gone, that was really B 
better than I thought it was going to be. The number of people who've actually gone out to the middle, umpired and come off and gone, actually, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. They just need to have a go and, um, yeah, see how it is. And Cara's probably the perfect example. They had a fill-in in B grade in round one. And he actually got three votes um, yeah. from from the captain. We, so we, we won't tell him that, like you know. <laughs> no, don't tell him <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly right. And a lot of your past players, they've got the knowledge. They know mm. what's needed. Um, and as you said, there's no reason why the women can't have a crack no. um, because they've got that commitment. They're already there at the ground. Um, they don't just have to be scorers. They don't just have to be in the canteen. No, that's right. If you want to have a crack and go out in the middle and actually tell the boys what to do. That's the way to go. Do you have to be 18 to be an umpire? Um, I don't think so. We've got nothing written in our our rules to say that, no. No. Um, You have to be at least 16. Yeah. Be better... To do central. You'd be better off being 18, but there's no reason you couldn't start, especially like we could have... So a 16-year-old could could umpire? Yeah. 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 Um, and we put them with an experienced umpire for three or four games just so they can get used to it and get... um, familiarise with how it all runs and how it all works and so they don't um, bully's, bully's not the right word but don't, so they don't get intimidated, intimidated yeah. by senior cricketers that you know they, that are always right yeah that's the one <laughs> I think you find though that player behaviour on a whole has improved a lot because I think they understand the the situation and, and those days of that type of behaviour has sort of diminished a lot yeah, it's just not acceptable anymore. Yeah. We still have instances of things that we don't deem to be correct, but I wouldn't say that it's um, ingrated everywhere. Yeah, it's like, not endemic. No, you'll have some who might blow their top at different times, but they don't continue on with it, and that's the best thing. Like, you know, everyone gets passionate about their game, but it's where it's deliberate, where it's continual that we have the yeah. issues. I reckon, like, I've been a senior umpire now for six or seven years and I think in that time in my time it's um, slowly slowly dropped off it's no it's not as intimidatory or overstanding as much as what it was Um, but yeah like cricket's changed as old as well too so which is really good yeah yeah no and uh, of course that's something for the strategic plan which leads me Narelle to the strategic (laughs) plan when are we going to see it oh well we've signed off on the overview um we signed off on that at the last meeting. Um, so now it's back in the hands. And, of course, we've had that that little seasonal break. Um, so we're back into the next stage of it. But there's, yeah, it's just one of those continual live documents. So we'll be working towards different goals with that. Um, we'll have more um, feedback from our participants and from our um, user groups so that'll be out there as well that's all going to be coming up Um, but yeah we've got a bit of work to continue with it but that's the whole part of the strategic plan is to give us some goals and let us aim towards them so that we can see if we can mark them off and move on to the next thing so that we're continually progressing the game so that we're going in the way that our participants and our user groups are wanting us to go and how long is this strategic plan is it a three-year five-year plan Five, five years. Yeah, five it was a five-year five plan. Then it but then it'll roll. rolling out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'll... So for the first 12 months, it's pretty intense. Then we continue on with it as we go. So, yeah. So there'll be bits and pieces that'll pop up throughout. Um, like, yeah, we're nearing the end. We were talking before that we've only got, like, a couple of months left and it's a bit scary, really. But 
that's just the playing side of things. And Off the field, there's something going on all the time. Yeah, I, I think the thing with the strategic plan, it's got different levels in it too. It's mm. got some stuff that's for by the end of this season, it's got stuff in it that's for next season and then sort of out to probably 10 years mm. is where the, the extreme of yeah. where we so, want to be. Like as a um, an executive level, we've got a few things that we've got to decide in the next few weeks. Like simple things like um, finals and how we're going to structure them, where we're going to play. That was a question I was going to ask. And because finals are on the horizon, does it go default to like the team that's above the other team, or for the can f- they play on neutral venues? For the first couple of rounds of finals, um, it does. But then when we actually go for like grand finals, we'll have those grounds pre-selected for them to go from um, and we're wanting the best grounds so just because in the past you may have played at ground A or ground B that doesn't mean that that ground is still the best one for us to be playing at so we'll make those decisions at our next um, meeting or so um, I personally have the preference that we actually have it out there ready to go everyone knows before the end of the season um, but that's up to the exec to see whether or not they come on board with me. Yeah, we, we have got one or two grounds at the moment that are, or one in particular. A bit that's, dodgy? Um, yeah, it got, it got vandalised um, there yeah. before Christmas. So Yeah, so we want to have the best fixtures and the um, best representations. And I actually think that um, the clubs are better off to know leading into the finals what grounds they've got to choose from and where we're going to be actually having our finals. Um, it's not only good for the teams that are playing it's good for the teams that are hosting so that they know that just because they might be out of the finals doesn't mean that their cricket season's finished and one final question before i go to the break eastern hill now they wanted to come into the competition at the start of the year will that be looked at at the end of the season yeah that one's been brought up again um we're actually going to as an exec look at what our policy is not just for eastern hill but for any clubs and for the association as a total as to where we're heading, um, what criteria clubs might need to meet before we'll even think of bringing them in. Um, because the way cricket is, it's changing. So we've got to stay fluid with it as well. It might mean that we have senior teams. It might mean we just have junior teams. It depends on how we actually approach it and where we want to go with that in the future. But no set decisions yet. And for those that don't know, Eastern Hill are in the Seymour District Association, I believe they play at Kings Park in Seymour. We'll go to a sponsor's break back shortly. A spider's invading your house. Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a red back under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies, and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house, and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines, and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. Some ATVs are simply made tougher than others, like the Segway Snarler. Yep, Snarler. All-muscle, government-approved. Available in short and long wheelbase and built for the toughest Australian conditions. Or there's the Segway Fugelman side-by-side. Powerful 1,000cc motor, huge performance and unrivaled safety. So, two great workmates, the choice is yours. Check out the Segway Snarler and Segway Fugelman at Shepparton Motorcycle and Power Equipment, Vanilla Road, Shepparton, or visit shepparton.mpe.com.au. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. Da, 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 da. 
Hi everyone, it's Big Cam Whitzel. As you know, the team at Cardamone Real Estate are passionate about sport right across the Golden Valley and at CRE we support 30 local sporting and community clubs. If you're considering selling your home, leasing out your biggest asset or need friendly advice, talk to the team at CRE. Yes, that's Cardamone Real Estate. Call Pete, VC, Brad Campbell or myself, Big Cam Whitzel on 5825 4200 for a free appraisal. In 2023, think of CRE and right across the GV area, you're in Cardamone country. One FM sponsor. Welcome back to the Cricket Shepparton Show, first for 2024. And, of course, it is round nine today. We go back to the one-day format. I thought, guys, before we have a look at round nine of A grade today, we might just do a bit of an overview of the other grades. And, of course, B grade and A grade are playing today. The other grades are playing all next week. B grade at the moment, we've got Pine Lodge on top with the seven wins this season. Kaya second with the five wins. Marupna a third with the six wins. And Central Park St. Brendan's a fourth with the six wins. Marupna won the title last year. They're actually going for three in a row in that competition. Where do you see B grade? Pine Lodge do seem to be the front runners at this point in B grade. They do appear to be. Um, they're also pushing, of course, they're wanting to challenge themselves to get into A grade next year. So you'd really hope that they're doing all right in B grade. Um, but they're not the walk-up Mazares in B grade. They actually they actually have, I would say, the hardest draw in B grade purely because every time they play, they play against the bye. So every time they play, the opposition teams go, oh, we get to drop two of our A graders. So they're playing against A graders. And for them to still be up on top, that's pretty good. Pretty good effort, yeah. And we'll have a look at C grade. At the moment, Northerners are on top, undefeated Northerners with the six wins. Invergordon, who are defending their title in C grade with the five wins. Uh, Caramonis uh, in third spot with five wins. Undeer in fourth spot with the five wins. And then it's pretty clustered. Marupna with four wins in fifth spot and Pine Lodge in sixth spot uh, with four wins. Murchison Central Park look like they can't play any finals, but... Gee, from one through the six, from Northerners in the Gordon, of course, uh, Cara, Undira, Marupna and Pine Lodge, it looks like anyone could really win it, although Northerners seem to be the favourites at this stage. Yeah, Northerners, I would possibly, with with my blue shirt on, would actually say Northerners would probably be um, right up there. Um, but, yeah, but, of course, your lower teams, the ones that may not actually make the finals, they might actually be the ones that set the finals. Mm. Yeah, I I think you always got to watch out for Inver too. Um, yeah, you can't you can't ride in those boys out Real there. Finals. They're going for three in a row well, in C grade well, too. They mess around all season and then get serious in <laughs> finals. So it's they're, um, they're, they're good fun, aren't they? They're a good club. They they play the game for fun. Hence. A Northerners Inver Golden final that would be well worth watching. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and then we'll go to D grade. Pine Lodge are undefeated with the eight wins on top. There, old students have got. Uh, eight wins and one loss. So I think Pine Lodge must have had a rained out one or something or an abandoned one. Marutna uh, in third spot with the five wins. Newmerka in fourth spot with the four wins. Central Park St. Brendan's with the four wins in fifth spot. And Tat with the four wins in sixth spot. But then you've got Youth Club United in seventh with three wins. Northerners with the three wins in eighth spot. And Caramonis in ninth spot. Any of them could make the finals and indeed maybe win it, although Pine Lodge look to be the favourites at the moment in D-grade. Yeah, I'd probably go with Pine yeah. Lodge. And they won it last year too, and D-grade. They, yeah, there's a couple of players in there, probably should be playing a bit higher grade, but um, saying that, I umpired at Cara 
um, and they were on the next ground. And both those batsmen that have been scoring runs got dropped before they were 10. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and they went on and made 100. So. <laughs> that's, that's the joy of the lower grade cricket especially is that you just never know. And those teams that may be out of the finals, as I said, could quite easily get in there and all of a sudden, depending on what happens on the day, they take the chocolates. Great havoc. Now, E-grade on top, Nagambi with a 7-2 and two record. Katandra last year's winners of E-grade, six wins, three losses. Way I in third with the 6-3 and three record. Kyne fourth with five wins. Marupa in fifth with the three wins. And Murchison yet to win a game. And Katandra, like I said, uh, won the E-grade last year. So interesting times there. It could be, yeah. And open, very open. Very open. E-grade's a great little comp in that it is very open. There's not too many teams in it. Um, and, yeah, you just never know who's going to float to the surface with that. No, I, I umpired an A-grade um, semi-final last year. It's um, it's interesting cricket, <laughs> is how I'd put it. <laughs> They're not used to having umpires. No, they're definitely not. <laughs> and not forgetting C-grade, D-grade and E-grade all begin next week. for next season week. Uh, for Halfway through the season, but their first games of 2024, of course. And uh, B-grade that we talked about, they start today along with A-grade. Yes. And we'll have a look at round nine. Back to the one-day format, guys. And we've got Northerners up against Yamurka. And, of course, uh, Northerners in ninth, Yamurka in sixth at the tally wreck. I think uh, Yamurka will get them, although Northerners hard to beat at tally. They are hard uh, to beat up there. Yamurka's actually had a pretty easy draw, and when they've come up against harder clubs, they they probably have struggled. So... Um, I, I reckon in a one-day game, Northerners might take them, and I do have a bit of a green shirt too. So <laughs> He's showing his bias there, <laughs> isn't it? It's not out of the realms at, at uh, Tally Rec, I can see. Oh, that. and they've got some really good young kids in that side, yeah. and they, some of those kids just don't know that they they shouldn't Josh Sidebottom with the ball's been having a cracking year. Has been, yeah. They're always he's all, The sideys are always dangerous in any format, whether they've got the bat or the ball. Yeah. And we'll have a look at Nagambi in fifth spot, take on Marupna in second at the Nagambi Wrecker. Marupna didn't play the first two games of the season. They were either washed out or abandoned or whatever, and now suddenly find themselves second heading uh, into the new year. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter what happens at the start, does it? It's what goes on throughout the rest of the season as to how you end up. But, yeah, no, they're doing all right at the moment, Marupna. Um, coming up against Nagambi, ooh, at Nagambi. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a toss of a coin, but I reckon Nagambi down at down at the lake. Yeah, Nagambi would like to like to take the win there. I reckon. The one thing I will say about Marut, no, and I mean I stand to be corrected, but I think in A grade at least anyway, I think they've got the best bowling unit in the competition. But yeah, I saw some looks there around <laughs> that. But um, I, I I say that, but uh, yeah. These boys have probably seen a few more A-grade, uh, <laughs> various A-grade games. I haven't. Have. I haven't done an A-grade um, game yet. So. Oh, look, um, Rutner's attack would be up there, but I'd probably, I'm more inclined to say way I probably. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say way I. Yeah. Mm. And, of course, Mark Nolan's been having a good year with Fantastic. both bat and ball as well for Nagambi. Yeah. Both of my Nolan brothers have been having a cracking year, so. And then we have a look at Yaroa, who are last and way I on top. Uh, this is at Yaroa. Um, probably helps that they're at home, but uh, you would think way eye too strong. Well, yeah. well, last time way I played the bottom side, which was Cara. Then it was like um, 
they needed 20 runs for the last wicket, chasing 96. So. Yeah, they, they may struggle with the, you know, the ball not coming onto the back yeah, quite as I, much I, as they I'll, like, but I think we're going for way I there. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. A big shout-out for your rowers, Walter Jackson, who I believe is only 15 years of age, is still eligible for under-16. He's been taking a few wickets and making runs in A-grade, so yeah. there's something to look forward to for your rower going into the future. Yeah, your rower's got a few good kids that are coming through. Um, they've got a good structure going on over there, so, yeah, and, hopefully and they can... Yeah, they've been struggling, but their D-grade, they've forfeited a few times, and yeah. we sort of we've let them keep having a go at at getting a team up so yeah yeah because they're just they're struggling trying. a bit for numbers but they're they're doing the right things and they're trying yeah. the juniors that come through the country like just recently um really represented their club really well so your always should be proud of that and talking about rivalries in cricket shepherd and caramonas in 11th host central park st brendan's third uh Narelle, you'd be no doubt going for caramonas <laughs> with my red shirt on yes with my logical cricket no, definitely Cara. Yeah, Central we're Park. Coming, we're coming off a win. And, so, and you know. Central Park third, Cara 11 currently. I should have pointed that out. And we're on radio, so you can't see that she actually does have a red shirt on today, <laughs> not a blue one. So. Digger's not here. I could get away with wearing the red shirt. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but Cara's coming off the win, so you just never know. And, and uh, yeah, interesting. They've been very close to winning quite a few games this year too. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I think Central Park. They. But you are right, that rivalry. That rivalry will be strong there today. Um, Keeds is playing for Cara. He he does not like to lose to Central Park, so you never know. He might inspire the youngsters. Yeah, I always think the rivalry between Cara, Central Park, St Brendan's, and old students uh, is always fascinates me with cricket. Shepherd, yeah. been long rivalries. Yeah, has it's, been. Always, it's always good fun umpiring those teams. <laughs> Katanja in fourth spot hosts old students in twelfth spot. This is at the Katanja Rep today. I reckon Katandra's going to... Yeah. Yeah, Katandra I don't, yeah. I don't think old students can make enough runs out there on the Katandra pitch. Like, that's... I, I remember when I used to play, I I think I averaged, like, 40 out there and I averaged 10 everywhere else, so... <laughs> I think we missed Kai in SYC. Did we miss Kai in Shep United? No, we're coming up to them. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're coming up to those. But I just <laughs> yeah, wanted to say that to me. heading into the Christmas break, their old students pulled off a miraculous victory Reverse against out. Central Park. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... They, they might have their tails up a little bit, but you'd think Katandra in fourth spot and old students in 12th, Katandra would win, but you never know. You never well, know. old students have got some really good kids and a couple of them haven't fired yet, so at some point they're going to they're gonna fire. And, and oh. after having a couple of weeks off over Christmas, it does sort of depend on how they bounce back as to who had a bit too much plum pudding, really. And, and those kids have probably just had a good week yeah, of country well, week um, too, so... Sammy O'Brien, I think, was the leading run scorer for the country week under 17. Yeah, so and Oscar is playing there Oscar's too. Oscar's played so. well during the week, so they've got, some, uh, they've got a bright future in front of them. And in the final game, of course, Tatura got the bye. Kai Abram in the eighth spot take on Shep United Youth Club at the Kai Rack. You would think Kai, but Shep United, they're three points out of um, the six at the moment, I think, um, which... Yeah, so they've got a fair bit to play for, and they're probably a bowler short, but we're back to one-day cricket, so... Yeah. And just with that Kai United game, there's a Kyabram women's game on before the men's game, so if anyone over in Kai want to go and see some women's cricket, get over there to the Kai Rec Reserve. And that's a wrap, guys. That's all we've got time for. No worries. Thank Thanks you. for that. Thanks for coming in, and uh, nice to meet you, Brett, and no uh, good luck with the umpires.
So here we go. Thank you. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.